Hello loves, this is Adrian, and I am recording this because it's been a hard few days with the Kavanaugh hearing and Dr. Blasey Ford giving her testimony, and I think for all of us who are survivors, and I even think for those who are perpetrators watching this and seeing um, how hard it is to get to any kind of rightness or righteousness in these moments is incredibly difficult. And, um, and then for survivors, it just feels like, oh, we keep telling our stories and keep being interrogated and questioned and doubted. And it's also been an incredible few days of people coming coming around each other and holding each other tight and supporting each other. And um, some writing came through that felt important to, to put out into the world. And um, I just wanted to share it with you. So I'll read it here. The work was done and there is heartache and victory in it. The decision will come and it may be a logical decision to stop Brett Kavanaugh from becoming a member of a body meant to hold integrity and accountability, or it may be an irrational and politicized decision to barrel forth with this mess. As of the time that I'm recording this, it's looking like it's gonna be the latter. They're giving less than a week for an FBI investigation of something that happened decades ago, and <laughs> that is been very difficult to get any truth around, but that's what it is. Regardless, Kavanaugh has been marked by his actions in public, his dirty hands showing, his rageful face showing precisely how a boy who sexually assaults a girl while he is drunk looks when he is grown up. His true self showed today, and every survivor who saw his face who heard Christine Blasey Ford say she was once scared he might kill her, recognized him as a perpetrator. And Dr. Ford stood in her dignity. Her life, changed long ago by this trauma, is now again forever changed by her bravery. Her dignity helped her stand there in her terror and revisit her trauma. She even explained to the world how trauma works in the brain, because like all of us, she is not only a survivor, but a whole human being. And in this case, a scientist. How are you so sure that it was he? Uh, the same way that I'm sure that I'm talking to you right now. It's uh, just basic memory functions. Um, and uh, also just the level of norepinephrine and epinephrine in the brain that sort of, as you know, encodes, that neurotransmitter encodes memories into the hippocampus and so the trauma-related experience then is kind of locked there, whereas other details kind of drift. So what you are telling us is this could not be a case of mistaken identity. Absolutely not. Amilcar Cabral taught us to claim no easy victories. I deeply believe that, and I am curious 
about how we understand what a victory is in this political climate. I was teaching all day yesterday. I read the testimony while laying in bed after reading about Bill Cosby finally being held accountable in the only way possible in his lifetime. And I want to say a word on this, that I'm an abolitionist, and I really don't believe that prison is going to resolve our trauma or stop the cycle of harm. And I think for someone of his age and someone at his level of denial, this is the reckoning that's available. So I wanted to share regarding this hearing that I believe it is a victory that the attention of the nation was on the hearing and that this brilliant woman stood in her dignity and told the truth. Now everyone has to face it. Those who are doing everything possible to regress humanity back into caves still have a say in the decision of this moment. And I want to say here, a friend on Twitter pointed out that that could be f- viewed as an as a elitist and anti-Indigenous point of view. I was thinking of the caves and the way that Plato talked about them as humans being in caves, watching shadows on the wall and thinking that that's the real world and somehow that these men think that they can cast shadows on the wall and that we will stop believing in our own harm and stop believing in our own histories. But I want to make sure that's clear there. So those who listened to the testimony may not be transformed by Dr. Ford's dignity or by Kavanaugh's pathetic guilt, but the landscape of this long war against patriarchy and rape culture is changed by her advance by this battle. The Me Too movement is opening up the closets of this country. When Dr. Ford tells her truth in her dignity, she's flanked by millions of survivors, finding our voices and tired of the bullshit. We shake and we cry and we rage and we battle through the day. We cast binding spells. We tell our stories again and for the first time. We are not passive observers. We are survivors who have learned and are learning to alchemize our pain into futures that don't hurt our children's children. Our stories are our slingshots, and we are moving forward, and none of us move alone. We are growing from me too to we too, and we hold each other up on days like this. And Kavanaugh, regardless of the decision made about his work, still has options for his soul His legacy doesn't have to be that face full of rage and denial, barreling towards a false entitlement. He can turn and face his actions, his history. He can atone and be accountable. It is important that all perpetrators know that is a possibility. But for me, I want to recognize the victory of Dr. Ford, the dignity of that survivor telling her story and shifting the lens through which we see this man and any governing body that would accept him without taking accountability for these illegal and immoral actions. I hope she is being celebrated properly by those closest to her. I hope there is victory in her heart. I wanted to share that and I wanted to really uplift that so much incredible work has been happening. 
so many people have stepped forward to tell their own stories and so many people have stepped forward in all the ways that we know how to demand accountability. I'm really, really grateful for the work of Tarana Burke, who we are hoping to have on the show to talk about her legacy and her work and this Me Too movement and where it's going. I'm also incredibly impressed by all the men who signed on to the 1600 men who are modeling the letter that was signed by all the women standing with Anita Hill. These men have stepped forward to say they believed Anita Hill and now they believe Dr. Ford. It's really an incredible effort. And to me, it's a huge part of what we need to see. This is not a movement that's just women stepping forward. This is a movement that is all humans stepping forward from their location related to this harm to a future that is beyond this harm. I'm grateful for all of us doing the work. I'm grateful for the emotional labor it takes to move through moments like this. And I'm grateful for all of you listeners. Hopefully there's something in here that's useful to you. Hopefully you're holding each other tight through all of this. Again, we've said it before, but I believe this is an apocalypse too. An end of a certain way of being in the world. And the beginning of something new. So much love. Take care of yourselves. Take baths. Take your vitamins. Drink a lot of water. Replenish those places where the tears are coming from. Tell your story or choose to let your story sit with you. Turn to your body workers and your healers. Make sure you're getting the support you need. You don't have to be quiet anymore. Love y'all.